Hey everybody, Brian here. Just wanted to let you all know that we had a few issues recording for this episode and we didn't really know about them until after we were done recording. So just wanted to get in front of that and just apologize for that. So hopefully it's a lot better next week. And as always, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later. I'm Jeff. He's Brian. And we have 30 minutes to review everything. Hey everybody, welcome to Review Everything, the weekly podcast that nobody listens to. How you doing, Jeff? Oh, I'm doing great, Brian. How are you doing? I'm doing just wonderful. And also with me this evening is none other than the belligerent man at the board, Jared Pedersen. Good evening, gentlemen. It's good to have you here, Jared. Uh, I, I, I I can't believe you're back for a second week. I am. You plug in the cords and uh, fiddle the knobs if you... You, you know what, this uh, this makes Jared our second most consistent listener. It's incredible. Right behind Mike Schrock. Mike Schrock, super fan, Mike super Schrock. Super fan, Mike Schrock. He thought we were questioning his loyalty because he, he signed the thing on the podcast thing on the iTunes. When he gave us a five-star review, he, he put recent KSU grad, and he was shocked that we couldn't figure out his name from that. Oh, I was definitely questioning his loyalty. Yeah, <laughs> I felt yeah. Well, I don't, I don't question people's loyalty. I just, I just let them shoot me right in the back. Mm-hmm. That's how I, that's how I roll. So, what were you up to this week, Jeff? I, uh, you know, not much. I uh, just sort of hung around the house doing work, catching up on some, uh, some Xbox stuff. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that later. What yeah. About, what about you, Brian? Well, I saw, I saw an incredible film, and I actually have a. I have a thing to play oh, to give ooh. you a give you a bit of a hint here. Okay, let me see if I can figure out. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Mona Lisa Smile. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations. Did you see the to Great Gatsby? Go where no man has gone before. I would first of all, I would call it the Good Gatsby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I've That's heard, I've heard as much. Using. Yeah. It was very enjoyable, but I, I saw Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. It was unreasonably good. Uh, better than the first one? Because I really liked the first one. Uh, I liked it better. Wow. I like I liked it That's more than good. the first one, but the other two gentlemen I was with preferred mm-hmm. the first one more. Mm. Now, let me ask you this. Because uh, this comes from the perspective of a non-Star Trek fan. I, right. I was not a Star Trek guy going into the uh, the most recent movie before this one. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, uh, are you a Star Trek guy? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I See, I'm of the opinion... I'm, I wouldn't call myself a Trekkie. I like to watch mm-hmm. Star Trek. Cause you, I'm a, you, I, have a, you have a wife that would... I do. Immediately I disqualify do. you from being a Trekkie. Right. But, um, you know, I got to, like, 85% of, of Star Trek is just shite. It seems pretty bad. It's pretty, a it lot is. of it's pretty bad. And you know, you know what? It, there's a lot of it. But the, the 15% that's good is so good. Yeah. And Star Trek Into Darkness and the first Star Trek 2.0 definitely fits into that category, along with Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. That whole thing, yeah, love that. 
Uh, now these other two gentlemen that were with you were they Star Trek fans, or are they are they are they just casual? I would say they're along kind of along the lines as I am casual okay. casual fans. But they but they liked it as well. Yeah, they liked it as well. I I think the thing that I like the most about it is they spent a lot of time on future Earth, mm-hmm. and I really dig something about just like future Earth and seeing like. New archetype or new uh, architecture and just like the imagining of like what we're gonna be like in three hundred years. Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, does it give you a lot of hope for Star Wars? Since J.J. Abrams is gonna, it absolutely does. Yeah, and the reason behind that is stuff in in this film was was dirty. Oh yeah, stuff right. was dirty and yeah. gritty and oh, because that's something I think they oh, really you'd be dirt. There's, there's dirty. They're not afraid to get the Enterprise dirty. All right. That's something that I really hated about the prequels. Is everything was squeaky clean and oh. plasticky, and what a freaking turd fest I, that I, whole I, thing was. I'm definitely one of those guys that I need to get over it, but I'm still mad. Oh yeah. I'm still mad about the <laughs> the prequels. Uh, I can't, I can't get over it. I can't move on. Now I, I understand Return of the Jedi had Ewoks. I yeah. get that. I get that. Oh, it was definitely uh, weaker than you remember it from when you were a kid. It, yeah, it was just... Uh, it's good. Turn the Jedi is good. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's the weakest of the original films. Yeah. In my opinion. But, yeah. But, yeah, the prequels are... I would I would actually be in favor... I don't know. We started talking about Star Trek. We'd, uh, we'd have going to Star yeah. Wars. But uh, I would be in favor of them rebooting. Just... Just trash in the prequels and and just oh yeah, let's it. just pretend they never happened. Who's gonna really be upset if they do away with those and and just just do it over again? That five year old who saw episode one and thought Jar Jar Binks was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> that's that's gotta be one of the worst moves <sighs> in, in film history. right? I realize they gotta sell toys and stuff like that and appeal to kids but you know you do that with sweet spaceships and sweet lightsabers well you know he was annoying not only was he annoying but he's also it was also slightly racist it was slightly racist yeah the jar jar big have you ever heard that criticism no well because of the whole kind of like you know jamaican funny man <laughs> kind of thing and it I, was haven't, just, I haven't heard that you know i mean i don't it doesn't seem to be that big of a deal to me. It's not like he was lazy and smoking pot the whole time or anything like that. But he wasn't doing pot; he was doing coke. <laughs> but, uh, but I can I can get where um, it just seems kind of weird, you know. But uh, but you liked you liked the new Star Trek movie. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, w- give it a give it a one out of hundred. I would give it a I'll give it ninety four points. That's pretty good. There was a couple times where it was kind of melodramatic. Yeah. But Star Trek has always been kind of melodramatic and a little goofy and you know the in Star Trek 5 Spock did the Vulcan nerve pinch on a horse. So that was the high point of the series. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, it's true and there's what you know they're searching for whales. It's just Oh, I've heard about that one. <sighs> yeah. So bad. Yeah, it sounds a But little... you know, it's always been a little goofy, a little 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 melodramatic, and I think campy. Chris. Oh yeah, a little campy. And they kind of play on that a little bit, and yeah. I was talking to my wife about this. It was more of a one-way conversation, but I was telling her about how 
and this is getting a little inside baseball here, but I think mm-hmm. Chris Pine is a far better Captain Kirk than Shatner ever was. Uh, I am unqualified to agree or disagree, but it seems like he seems pretty good. Because there's a lot of times when Chris Pine plays Kirk off as, you know, not supposed to take him quite as earnestly as Shatner would have you believe. Because Shatner's always like, I'm acting. Yeah. And doing that whole thing. So yeah. I, I think Chris Pine is a much better Kirk. He's pretty good. The casting was great. 94 points. Okay. Boom. Okay. How about you, Jeff? Um. Well, I you know, I haven't seen any new movies recently, but um, like a lot oh, of... Wait, hold on. What? I totally forgot to do... I've, is this I've got, a sound thing? Yeah, I've got a I've oh. got a surprise for you for your for oh. your review. Yes, oh, yeah. I recorded right. this today. Mm-hmm. It's time for reviews. It's time for the main segment of the show, reviews. Let's hear it, Jeff. Uh, well, like a lot of geeks, I, you know, I paid attention to the whole Microsoft reveal of the Xbox, the Xbox One. I watched the live stream of the keynote. Oh, did you really? I did. I, I'm not a huge video game. Like, I wouldn't call myself a gamer um, because, uh, you know, because I work and and I uh, have a life. Because <laughs> I, I work. <laughs> but um, Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Hey, no problem. Um, no, but I, I enjoy video games. I don't, I don't have a lot of time for it, and part of that's because I don't make a lot of time for it. There are other things that I, that I decided to do. And you have another smaller person that you're responsible for yeah well you know this is the way i look at it is you you have your free time and then you choose to spend your spend whatever you want to do in that free time and um i play video games sometimes but not all the times i think that if you're a big gamer you you do that yeah a lot more often but uh i love how rational you are about that well yeah it's i don't think it's any different than like being a musician in my free time, you know, totally. somebody decides to to do musical things and stuff. It's not, it's a, you're not more of a musician if you don't have a job and you do it ten hours a day versus if you do and you only can do it two hours a day. You're right. still, you right. know. But anyways, um, uh, so I I kind of I kind of read about this stuff after the fact, um, later that night. Yeah, and this looks pretty awful so far right <laughs> i mean right that's if you go to to the gaming subreddit reddit.com slash r slash gaming it is ripping them. oh my goodness it is not pretty it's like murder fest for for xbox for, first of all the the name is you know and and i remember everybody made fun of the wii and everything's fine yeah you know what i mean it really oh, yeah a name's not gonna kill you but xbox one it it could have been worse. It could have been 720, which is a dumb name. Yeah. Everyone was saying Infinity, which I think that was a hoax. I liked way. Infinity, though. That was good. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It, everyone was so sure it was going to be Xbox Infinity, and what do they do? They call it Xbox One, Xbox One. which it, is literally <laughs> the other side. <laughs> it, it, it's, so, it's confusing because what did you call the Xbox? Right. You called it X- Xbox. Uh, you call it Xbox One. Yeah. So it, what, what do we call it now? Because you say, well, I had PlayStation 1, and I had PlayStation 2, and I had PlayStation 3. I guess Xbox Original? 
I, I so guess. it's bad. So the name's bad. Well, here's here's what you do. You do you do it like Nintendo. You have Super Nintendo, and then you have regular Nintendo. Yeah. So you have regular, regular Xbox. Regular Xbox. <laughs> so okay. So the name, but we can get past the name. The this is this is what I read. I read this recently. So for the first Xbox, Xbox original, regular Xbox, right. uh, Microsoft designed that. Just the, like the the actual look of the physical box. Right. For the 360, they had another company, I guess, design that for them. Okay. And then for this one, Microsoft has designed this again, and it shows because it looks off. The first Xbox looked bad. This one looks yeah. bad too. This one looks. And they had like... those bear claw controllers. <laughs> this this Xbox One <laughs> looks like your grandma's VCR from the future. It looks. <laughs> It's it's like a VCR with fins, right? It with look, vent- <laughs> ventilation. Doesn't it? Doesn't it look? It looks like uh, a '70s sci-fi movie where they're trying to predict everything in the future, and it's all too big. Right. It just basically looks like the technology then. They're like this is, You guys, this is what Betamax players are going to look like in 25 <laughs> years. It looks terrible. It looks laughable. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Do you think that could? Do you think that could hurt them significantly? I don't think it really matters as long as you get the controller so. right. Because you just let it sit, you know, in front of your TV. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, as long as it's good. But so so here's the thing, I, and I'm I'm hope I'm getting all these details right because here's where Microsoft went wrong. They revealed it and then they gave little information. They basically, they basically said uh, you can, you can uh, use this for movies. You can use yeah, this for yeah. a lot of non-gaming things, and then there's basically like, yeah, and, and games. Yeah, the, it was kind of definitely an oversight. Which compared to Sony's PS4 reveal, they were all about games, games, yeah. games, and games and games. Well, they well they said that they wanted to reveal, they wanted to wait for the gaming stuff for E3, which makes sense. But it, I think this hurts them because there are a lot of questions yeah. people want answered, and now they don't have control over what's rumor, yeah, and what's not. So, for instance, um, the rumor early on was that you had to connect to the you have to connect to the internet at least once every twenty four hours. Which really, to my to my knowledge, has been confirmed. Um. Connect Connect always Jeez. has to be on, but you don't necessarily have to use it all right. the time, which seems like a non issue. They're kind of, they're their wave wave their waggle controller thing. Yeah. Their camera that kind of sees what you're doing. Uh and, and here's the big one. So you have to register every game. Right. That you buy. So you buy the disc and then you have to register. You have to be online to register. So if you're not online you're not going to be able to actually play the game. Any any game? Any game. So if you buy the game, but let's say let's say you're in between places or something like sure. that, or you don't have internet for a week because yeah. you're you, in you've between just, apartments. You've just moved in and sure. whatever. You're not going to be able to play that game until you register it online, oh, even geez. though you have the disc. Come on, Microsoft. What are you guys doing over there? You you have. There's some, uh, I guess. There's going to be a registration fee for every game, and here, here's the kicker. And this is the one. This is the thing that I guess it's hard to tell what's misinformation. Wait, a, a regi- so I, I go to 
I go to Walmart, God help me, and yeah. buy Halo 25 uh-huh. or Halo 4, whatever whatever the new hoo-ha is. I pay $50 for it. I bring it home. Microsoft is going to charge me another $5 to install it? This is, to my knowledge, this is the rumor. Oh, my goodness. Come on. And that, But this is to make it worse, is that if you buy a used game, there will be a fee, and I believe that the fee will be large enough to activate this used game that's already been activated before. Yeah. The fee's going to be large enough that you're basically going to end up spending as much as you would for a new game. So they're trying to kill the, the used gaming. And this is, their, this is their way of, com- of combating that. Microsoft hasn't basically. I I guess basically all everybody knows is that there's there are going to be fees. Yeah, and they don't know how much they're going to be. They've all they've. I think I think Microsoft is essentially backpedaling. Well, I would I would certainly hope so because even if they don't, what's going to happen? People are people are going to hack this. You know, people get so pissed off about it that they figure out you know the the back door, the way around, and everything. And yeah, you know, and that'll be that. My feeling is, if you want me to buy new games, and this doesn't this doesn't hurt me as much because I play, like I said, I play maybe two. If if I'm if I'm lucky, maybe four games a year. But usually, you you usually have a two. small small selection of games that you get really into. Yeah. So if I'm gonna buy a game and you tell me I have to buy it new, like that's not a big deal for a guy like me. Yeah. But for somebody who plays games a lot all year round, yeah, you're milking a few. I don't know, like. A few, you're already you're already squeezing the the initial games out of them, and then all the downloadable content. Right. You're already squeezing probably a few thousand a year out of these people. Yeah. And then now you're. <laughs> well, they have a big yeah. partnership with EA, and the well, the now ex EA CEO has gone on record to say that he sees no problem with you know in the middle of a game somebody's shooting bullets at some dude and he runs out of bullets. He sees no problem charging somebody two dollars to get more bullets. That's yeah, you know it's what ridiculous. A lot of these uh a lot of the downloadable stuff is it doesn't make it better, it just makes it worse. I I remember uh I'm a Madden guy. I like to play Madden. Yeah. And there used to be this off season stuff where you would do these drills and then how well you did with those you could add extra points to maybe how fast a guy was or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And then eventually that was replaced with you buying points. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> you've taken out part of the game and you've added just... Play to win, or it, pay to win. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it was very uh, cheap and boring to me. Well, the thing that they really... And I realize they're probably going to talk more about games later, but yeah, it seems like the only thing they pushed was like how much you can do everything but play games on it's, the Xbox. They just, pushed that quite a bit. It seemed really mishandled. Yeah. I'm a PC gamer anyway, so I don't yeah. care. So you want to see it all burn? Yeah. Well, I I don't want to see it all burn, but I'm not going to buy another console. Because um, I, I, I just use Steam, which is like iTunes for, for PC games, and they have ridiculous sales. I just bought Borderlands 2, brand new, downloaded it mm. for $11. Yeah, that's that's pretty affordable. It was phenomenal. I'll say this. I, I'm the kind of guy that I like to have the three major consoles yeah but if it continues to go this direction i don't see why i wouldn't well go to P- why, why i wouldn't go to pc gaming well outside, you? outside of exclusive titles i think a lot of 
why Microsoft is going down this uh, alley, if you will, mm-hmm. is gaming is kind of becoming commoditized. Right. You know, you kind of, you mostly get the same experience no matter where you play it these days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I guess for me, it's like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt a guy like me so much because I don't spend a lot of game money on video games anyways. But if it's becoming more expensive, you know, why would I, at a certain point, why do I want to waste any money on it then? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? So I think they have yeah. to be very careful because they're, I, th- I think they're pushing it a little too much. They're going down a weird path. Video game fans are, they, they have like the, the emotional memories of a pro wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Microsoft's a villain today, but as soon as Fallout 4's uh, announced and they, they have some screenshots and everything, people will just be lining up to buy the, the Xbox One so they yeah. can play Fallout 4. And, but I think, I think they might be finding where because video game fans know they're getting screwed. Oh, they're smart and their sensitivity they they have high sensitivity to bullshit. But but they still buy it though. They still buy this stuff. Well, but I think yeah, I they think, just go on Reddit and whine about it. I think they're. I think you're probably finding the the boiling point. Yeah, but and, let's uh, let's go into the news here, Jeffrey. Sure thing. And since you mentioned pro wrestling, I want to play this. Cup of coffee, man, yeah. Man. Wow, man. Yeah. Next week, right? We're going to do this next week. We're going to do the cup of coffee and the big time blow up. Official. Blow out. It's official. Yeah, it's official. So, uh, next week, we're, we're, we're going to do it. a battle royale. Yeah, battle royale. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Mm-hmm. Kane's going to take his mask off. Uh, mankind's going to be there. But anyway, uh, Mr. Jared at the board, belligerent man at the board, I hear you have some news articles for us. Uh, I do. All right, let's hear them, baby. Uh, do you have a bump for that, though? No, I haven't made it yet. Oh, okay. I well, wait, I got something for you. We'll oh. put that in a post. There we go. You get that. You get a buy. Sure. Okay. So the latest Domino's pizza marketing stunt. <laughs> DVDs that smell like a pepperoni pie. There we go. <laughs> wait. DVDs that smell like a pepperoni pizza? I'm hungry already for movies. That's correct. So am I getting these at like a red box or something? Is that what's going on here? From what I understand, first off, this is in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's the land of Satan. So Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. Latin America, you know, whatever. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait, that, I apologize. that didn't justify what you said at all. I apologize to our, all our listeners from Latin America. Yeah. I'm just a kid. a kid. But from what I read, uh, basically what's going to happen here is you put the you put the DVD in your DVD player. Yeah. It spins. Yeah. And, it, and it injects and then, pizza. <laughs> no, and then it starts smelling like pizza. Wait, really? Uh, yes. <laughs> I've I've got water all over my microphone. <laughs> so oh. wait, you put the thing in the DVD player, it spins, and then all of a sudden, the the heat from it, pizza, will start emanating a smell of pizza. In essence, wanting making you want to order a pizza. Uh, 
so you're not purchasing these DVDs from... No, no, no. They're, they're basically just at a DVD rental store that Domino's is partnering oh. with. That's creative. I don't... You know, I can't knock them for that. That's, That's good. creepy. I, I and then when you DVD. take it out, when you put it in, it looks like a normal dvd but the heat from it when you take it out will look like a pizza as well that's pretty fancy i think that's kind of cool that's you'll, not, you'll definitely notice that that is the opposite of fancy here's what i have to say about that how neat is that that's pretty neat <laughs> all right what's the next one uh the next one it's gonna bear a little explaining here uh bacon bacon aroma set to end hold on bacon 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 is a uh restaurant in san francisco Hold on. Bacon, bacon, aroma is set to end. Correct. Okay. What's the rest of the story? Basically, the uh, residents around Bacon, Bacon are complaining that it smells like bacon grease. Bacon, baby. (laughs) And they have complained to the uh, student, or well, not student council, city council. That's what I'm looking for. The board of uh, bacon directors. Yes. (laughs) And the uh, restaurant is now going to be closed because of... uh, not passing a health inspection. See, that's oh. good. The, the bacon thing has gone on too far. It's uh, it's become a little bit powerful. It's becoming a little powerful. Yeah, but you know, if they're not passing health inspections, that's their own fault. I've been watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares lately, mm-hmm. and he has no problem with just shutting those kitchens straight down. He can shut them down. He has the power to no, do he, that. What he says is, "We're taking the kitchen offline." That's what he says. Well, he can shut. You just mean temporarily. Well, yeah, until they oh. until they get their bulldookie together. Mm-hmm. So that's a, this is this is good radio, I, folks. I yeah I I I don't know. I just I'm done with the bacon thing. And if people love bacon so much, they should just move next door to bacon bacon, right? And just deal with that and see how much they like <laughs> bacon. Then I feel you know I kind of feel for these people. It's like having having property and then you know. Hey, folks, we're going to put a landfill behind your house. Hope that's okay. Yeah. Even if you love bacon, it, you don't yeah. want to. Yeah, it wouldn't happen, but they have, you know, I can understand them complaining. Yeah, sure. All and right, what's the next stupid one? Bacon, bacon. The next headline, brought to you by Huffington Post, of course. Oh, the HuffPo, the bringing HuffPo. you all the hard-hitting stories and all the puns. Uh, hipsters PBR obsession driving up prices of cheap beer. <laughs> Uh, this just in Jared Pedersen also driving up prices of cheap beer. <laughs> and gin. And gin. Oh, God bless gin. Oh, my goodness. Jared, from, it was from my understanding that you had some gin this evening. That is correct. Uh, what kind of gin did you have? New Amsterdam. Yeah, you dang right you did. I've never had a cheap PBR because I've only ever had it at uh, sporting events. I've... Where it's like $5 a cup. I, I only got into beer uh, in the past probably two years or so is that right yeah and i've only really enjoyed like the good beers i i don't really drink cheap beer they're not good that you know you know how um you might like a bowl of craft macaroni and cheese once in a while yeah like why do you what you know you like that because you had it as a kid and you enjoyed that That's taste. Nice. it's nice and creamy if uh, you had that for the first time as an adult you you wouldn't you wouldn't like it as much. You know what? The freaking hipsters like stuff even when it's not good. You yeah. know, like, they just like it because nobody else likes it. Well, but, well I, th- I think cheap beer could be the same way. You had it as a kid when you were five. And. What are you, no, ru- no, Rusty you on National Lampoon's <laughs> Vacation? 
But you no, you know what don't I mean. Don't let that smell. Don't let your mother smell that on your breath, Russ. When you're in, in your college or whatever, you drink a lot Rusty. of cheap beer. Right here, Dad. <laughs> when you're in college or whatever, you drink a lot of cheap beer, and and there are memories attached to. But I think if you quite frankly, it, I'm surprised you even remember college, Jeff. <laughs> I you know what. <laughs> I didn't drink very much until after I graduated. Was, <laughs> that I sounds was, about right. That sounds late. about right. Yeah, I was totally late. With late it. bloomer. Yeah, yeah. That's um, okay. Before but, before we move on here, I have to read the the last little snippet here from oh, this. Oh, please do. Uh, so if if beer nose makes you really angry at hipsters, you're probably not alone. A recent poll from Public Policy Polling found that only 16 percent of Americans have favorable view of hipsters. Even more, 27% of Americans say that hipsters should be taxed for being so annoying. <laughs> Who the hell's doing what? this research? That's what I want to know. I don't think anyone really knows what a hipster is anyways. You know, it's it's just a word that's generally thrown around for when you see something you don't understand. Right. All those freaking hipsters. You know, like whatever. Math. They can be into whatever they want. That's fine. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, although, although the the um, John Hodgman's definition of it is ba- basically boils down to this: people who like things ironically, right? Uh, which is sort of irritating. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fine when it's excessive. Well, they they didn't do mustaches a favor. You know what? You know what? You know who has invaded masculinity in general. Is all these females using mustaches as a fashion accessory? It's like it's like Wait, back in the early two thousands when they started wearing ties as belts. Who the hell is doing that? Oh, they have like wallets with cute little mustaches on it, and you know suckers that look like mustaches, and... or a VW Bug with a mustache on the front. Oh my good lord! <laughs> Ugh. Uh... Wait, Jared, I want your input on the cheap beer thing real quick. I want your thoughts. I love it. He does. You heard it here first, for, first folks. Reminds him of his childhood. Yeah. Absolutely. Very good. All right, I, what's, the, what's, our, what's our next story? Uh, give it a pass. Texas man builds fake graveyard to keep homeless off property. <laughs> this, this, by the way. Ooh, yeah. That's a, incredible. A plus, right? This is like the episode of South Park with... Um, uh, Jared, help me out here with all the with all the homeless who are like zombies. Yes, and they sing, uh, oh, they sing that crazy rap song to get them to go all to, get them all to go to California. That's after my time. You have any change? Uh, this this is a, this change. is a, this is such a good idea, except for the fact that uh, you know cemeteries and everything are kind of are kind of goofy. Yeah, I mean goofy. They're kind of creepy. I'm I'm distra- I'm distracted Jared, by Jared's, Jared's talking computer. Jared is doing a terrible job at his job. And I don't know what uh, you're talking about these ads just have sound. Come on, internet, what are you doing? Oh, that's okay. Uh, when just I pulled up the articles earlier, I had the same problem. I don't know which one yeah. it is. It's probably the HuffPo. Probably the, okay. yeah, probably the HuffPo. Probably the HuffPo. They're, they're like, oh, we we like these annoying ads in an ironic way. What do you what do you grade this technique of his? I give that a 95 out of 100 because yeah. it reminds me of South Park and what <laughs> it's brilliant. What better way than to use, you know, morbid graveyards to keep the homeless out of your backyard? Yeah, it could really set the mood for the lady friends later, oh, too. Yeah. You want to go take a stroll in the graveyard? Yeah. <laughs> so, this guy Is this guy single? 
He's actually the landlord. Oh, he's just a landlord. Oh. oh. So he doesn't, he doesn't have to deal with any of the repercussions. So some Correct. poor schmuck has to move into this guy's rental property. Oh, it's just got a graveyard in the backyard. Should it's you, not real, though. It just keeps the homeless away. Should you get cheap uh, rent for that? Should you get cheaper rent? I think the rent would go up because of it. Less oh. homeless. Right. Oh, yeah. That's got to even out. Yeah. That's got to even out. You know, the landlord says, everybody else in this area has a homeless problem except for me. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, what's, what's the next one? The next one is brought to us by japantoday.com. Japan oh. Today bringing you all the hard-hitting Japanese stories. So, hungry for justice and jail bento, Kobe Thief turns <laughs> himself bento. in. So he wants to go back to jail for bento, which is, I think that's the, like, takeout meals, right? Yeah, it's a takeout meal. Yeah. That's, uh, th- that's this, excellent. This, um, this jail, correct me if I'm wrong, is known for having amazing food. That is correct. Yeah. Japanese a- jail? Yes. How because- long, how, long did he, how long did he stay in there? Uh, Uh-oh. I have uh, to read it again. All right. Well, American jails... I believe they have the same food quality as American high schools. Yeah, it's not. So the fact that Japanese jails have really great food that people want to go back to jail for it, that's incredible. If there's a jail with really great food and let's say you only have to spend a week or two there, I mean, that might be worth it. Oh, yeah. And it totally changes the movie Shawshank Redemption. (laughs) They're just having a great time. Yeah, they're, they're just having a great time over... Over a bento box. They're just like foodies. Yeah. We just got to, you know, let them have a good life. Just keep them out of society. Uh, I wasn't keeping an accurate track of the time, but it was close enough, so I'm just going to go ahead and what, let that What was, fly. did we find out the uh, how long this gentleman was in jail for? Uh, it didn't say his time that he was in jail. It just that, said that he missed a meal while waiting. <laughs> he was in, it was a crime of passion. I, I think this is, yeah, I think if you spend a short amount of time there, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I give I give it 91 points. Um, I, I, give it a, uh, I give it a B plus because it's still, you know, it's jail. But so. the system doesn't work if that's what's going on. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, D minus to the Japanese jail system. Yes, terrible. Uh, so this is the end of another another fine episode. This is the end of another fine episode. This is maybe the first episode that I feel has not been a complete waste of time. Is it because we're here in person? Yeah, I've been looking into your eyes for the last half hour, and I'm yeah. still I'm still a little freaked out by it. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, I'm okay with that though. Yeah. So anyway, follow us. Follow me on Twitter at b yinger b y i n g e r. Jeff, where can we find you? I'm gonna get on on the Twitter soon. The Twitters. Okay. I think I think it's going to happen. That's good. Jared, would you like to divulge where we can find you? Mostly my house. Mostly your house. Okay, very good. You can also get me on... Uh, I've been getting back into Google Plus a little bit. Oh, yeah. I like the Google Plus. Is anybody else there? There's like three other people, and all we do is talk about how great Google Plus is. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty excellent. Oh, yeah. Well, let's all get on Google Plus. So I had a correction about... Super fan Mike Schrock at the top oh. of the episode. I was, by the way, just a sidebar. I was working on some music. I'm playing music at his wedding. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fantastic. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good wedding. Yeah. So uh, review everything podcast dot com. Download the podcast. 
uh, tell other people about it. That would just do me a solid. That'd do me a kindness if you could tell other people about the show. Hey, when's Michael Schrock's wedding? Uh, sometime in August. I don't so, know. Oh, Ask man. my wife. We gotta review that. He wants us to review the review the wedding. Oh, that'd be a great idea. We gotta bring out our mobile podcasting unit. I just walk around with like a notebook and yeah. look. <laughs> Well, I, I give the look. I give the cake fifty five points out of a hundred. <laughs> we we should just trash that way. We should just give it a terrible review. Yeah, be the trolls. How funny would that be? We need <laughs> we need Ben Day there to just troll the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that'll be Ben's guest review. Mike Mike's been nothing but generous uh, with his time and and he's been phenomenal. And we. We just pay it back in spades, baby. Critique his wedding. Like yeah. <laughs> I've been to some bad weddings before. But I never. All right. Yeah, so anyway, let's let's shoot this episode in the head. Let's yeah. take it out wow. back like a horse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like a horse at the racetrack that had a leg injury. Let's just slit this episode <laughs> of the throat. Let's take it out to the glue factory. And drink its blood. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh I don't know. I, I hope you still respect me at the end of the day, but you probably don't. Probably so. not. Probably not. So with that said, uh, make sure you turn your lights off and uh, don't let the boogeyman get you. I gotta have to... Th- there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something's going